Guys, guys, it's good to be back. I was just talking here to my guest, Sean. Sean, say hello. Good morning. Uh, my last pod, I think, was May 4th. It's been about two and a half months, a little quiet time, but now we are back. We got a couple pods coming up, and then before we know it, it's going to be time for the regular season. So today, I've asked Sean to accompany me as I break down the rookie draft. I know that this draft was, what, a week ago? Yeah. What a week and a half ago, week ago. Yeah. Um, I've just been really busy. I've had these notes typed out for a while, but haven't been able to record a pod. But here we are. We're here. We got the rookie mock pod. We're back, baby. Not the mock. We got the rookie draft recap pod. My bad. So, it's going to be a simple format. So, we're going to break down each team, the players they drafted, uh, like an overall breakdown of our opinion on... um, how the players are going to do at least this first season, and then an overall draft grade on like the ABC scale or whatever um, for each team. So I always let the guest go first. Are we doing quick question on the format? Are we doing the grade with the like? Let, let's do in the time. Let, 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 we'll do it at the end. Okay. So let's go like the team, the players they picked, quick breakdown, and then grade at the end. Okay. Yeah. That makes sense. Okay. So for starters, we have I have McGinnis. I just went through the order of the divisions. So my, how they you listed have out. Mikey Mack. Yeah, first? it's your division first. You. Okay. Uh, Mikey Mack, Harold, and Crenn and Gavin. Uh, McGinnis took the listed, I guess, three A or three B running back off the board. Sermon. Uh, people mm-hmm. have been comparing him and Carter. Who's going to be the guy this season as far as who gets the starting reps and whatnot. But I did read, I was giving McGinnis shit about this a couple of days ago, I did read Sermon's been getting a lot of first-team reps and OTAs, which in that backfield I don't know how much weight that carries because they got Gallman, Mostert, Jamichael Hasty, even if you want to get that deep. Jeff like, Wilson. Yeah, Mitchell, like they got they Lyons. got noggins. Yeah. So, But it is good to see him getting first rep um, practice and OTAs. So Sermon could be a name that people wish they hadn't passed on me being one of them, but we will see in time. He also took Pat Fryermuth, which, I I mean, barring Pitts, he's the best tight end in the draft, mm-hmm. so that's not a bad, by no means that late round, that's not a bad pick. I love Fryermuth. Uh, best true tight end, I would say, blocking and passing, mixed. He's, yeah. Pitts is obviously an obvious, a great receiver, but brother isn't really a blocker. Fryermuth had no drops in the red zone at Penn State, not a single one. And he's also very well um, talented at blocking. Uh, the only issue with him is he could be capped year one with Ebron as far as formations, where he's actually playing, uh, how much he's actually playing, and how many targets he gets. Yeah. Because Ebron will still be the pass-catching tight end. So, And then he took Trask, which was extremely handy. I think it was for the clout, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, that was awesome. Because I think he's ass. Yeah. I think Trask is but, ass. Uh, yeah, but all around, I mean, that's a pretty good draft for the defending champ. I yeah, I mean, I I thought Sermon was just a little bit early. Yeah, um, I did at too. The at the end time. of the first round, yeah. like again, especially because they have a lot of backs. And then I think Frymuth's going to be really legit in the future. Baby Grom. So maybe even by the end of this season. And if we're um, jumping to ten keepers, I don't think Sermon or Frymuth is a bad pick. At all. No. If no. we're if we're actually jumping to ten, I thought it was nine. But if we are actually jumping to ten, both of those are great dynasty yeah. picks, in my opinion. So I gave him a B plus. Yeah, I gave That's him a what B. I gave him. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Cool. Harold um, Skeeny. Harold. Okay. 
the tall German. Go ahead. You can lead it off every time. Uh, he replaced his quarterback in Brady. He went and got his future with T-Law, which I really like. It's an Andrew Luck comparison. Uh, he's surrounded by targets. Uh, he's got a super comfortable check down with ETN. Uh, the line is good. It's not great, but it's it's playable. Um, and he's mobile enough to, you know, add in maybe a rushing touchdown here and there. The yeah. only concerns I have with T-Law are urban scheme because no one really knows what's going on, which is good and, he hasn't and bad. And he hasn't the pros in a while. Yeah. So, I mean, they took a running back in the first round. I'm, I read that they wanted Tony at this pick, and the Giants took Tony, which so, makes sense because Tony would fit, I think, what Urban's going to try and so do. They, yeah, they took Travis Etienne. Yeah, which I think they're if they were going to do that, they should have just taken, like, a defensive player then taken Rondale in the second or something like that. But, um, yeah, no, I think T-Law's a great pick, obviously. He's, Number one overall pick. You I mean, really, it's uh, going to be against that. It, he's going to be Harold's quarterback probably for the rest of the time we do this dynasty league. Yeah, probably. He he has his future <laughs> locked up. Yeah. So I mean, that's that's not a bad that's not a bad pick. If you look at Harold's roster, he really didn't have any pressing needs as far as running backs, receivers, or even yeah. tight ends in this in this draft. So he went and got what he needed. So it's a great pick by him. Um, and then he took uh, Mitchell and Gainwell. Gainwell, too. yeah. I liked both of those guys pre-draft. They both just ended up in real deep backfields. Yeah, so like, but there's always a chance that one of them yeah, the can, can carve a rollout for themselves. Yeah. Even in like situations where there's three or four other notable backs right now rostered on the I team. I really liked, I, I was okay on Gainwell. I really liked Elijah Mitchell as a late round pick yeah. in the actual draft. I think he's going to be really good if he gets opportunity. So he took a flyer on one of those guys, but if one hits, if one he hits, that's what we need. TV and a solid running back. That's yeah. pretty good. I also gave him a B plus. I gave him a B. Yeah. Okay. I gave a lot of Bs in this. I was a little nicer than Timmons. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Next um, we have the uh, the punt returners, <laughs> Crane and Gavin. All right, let me find them. Uh, Team Heisman. Okay. All right. In parentheses, so, I have Tavon Austin. Next to their, <laughs> next to their draft. I'm sure Krem will be actually happy that you did that. Yeah. Um. So they took Tony Rondell Moore and Cornell Powell. Love Cornell Powell. All right. So, so to start, I loved all three of these players in college. Yeah. I think they're all really dynamic. They're all just in kind of rather strange landing spots. Like Tony is in an offense with a decent amount of weapons. Um, and he should have the opportunity for a lot of touches, but like it's the Giants mm. and Daniel Jones is there. He's been really his first three year or two years have been really weird. Yeah. So like I don't know. And then Ron Dale, that receiving room is super bizarre too. Um, I feel like he's going to be really big play reliant, like over the top bombs, maybe yeah. a bubble to the house, jet sweeps. Both of those guys, like, they need such specific roles. I don't see either one of them becoming actually playable in a PPR format. Yeah, like, maybe maybe we're wrong. Yeah. I feel like Tony has a better chance than Rondale. Yeah, I agree. But, like... Tony could end up being the slot. I mean, there's cause Sterling Tate's there. Gone. Yeah, Tate's no, gone. There's Sterling, you got Kenny, and then there's uh, Slayton. Yeah, and, and none of those Tony. guys are real... I mean, obviously, Kenny's good. Obviously, yeah. we're not going to even talk about that but Sterling Shepard and Kenny or uh, Slayton are both kind of like weird gray area yeah they don't really have specific roles within an offense and they're more outside guys too yeah anyways. like yeah. Slayton's big so Tony could find himself in a slot role but I don't think it would happen right away 
if that makes sense. He's his route tree isn't amazing. It's pretty good, but he like Rondale, yeah, yeah, underneath. But he has the athleticism to do it. I think yeah. so. He in college he was a lot like what Rondale is, where he would catch swing passes and take him eighty yards, which doesn't really happen in the NFL because linebackers run four threes. So he would need an extremely specific role if he were to not be the slot. So you just kind of got to hope and pray that he finds his way into slot contention. Rondale's kind of... They're both going to be punt returners. Yeah. Like... Dude, more... That receiving room is just so weird. Yeah. With A.J. Green, Larry Fitzgerald, DeAndre Hopkins, Christian Kirk, Andy Isabella. Like, it's just weird. I don't know. Like, I don't know how any... It's really undefined. Other than D-Hop, I don't know how any of the Cardinals receivers are going to play this year. Yeah. That's why I'm trying to stay away from... A.J. Green isn't A.J. Green anymore. No. But But he can still still play a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I gave them a C plus. C plus, I gave yeah. them a B. So, yeah, not awful. Yeah. I just think for where they picked too, like when you pick at what are they ten or eleven? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's harder. It's yeah. harder on yourself because you're not going to get a top five player. The only running back on the board was Sermon, and I mean yeah, Elijah I, Moore was there, but Elijah Moore also has his drawbacks. So right. So I mean, again, like it, it's harder on these later pick guys. Yeah. So. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I just turned on your Xbox and X. Yeah, that's okay. I turned it off. Um, okay. Here's Next is you. Me. Yeah, I gave you an A. Did I break? I broke myself down. Did I? If not, I mean, I got six lines of notes here. No, I, I did. Okay. All right. I gave myself an A minus. I mean, I, I just I only had two picks. Yeah, I mean, and both one of, of which were... I got Devonte Smith, so that pretty much just like carried. Yeah, I mean, even your second pick's a starter. Yeah. So, I mean, they're both good. Hitler took Trey Lance. Yeah. Like, one pick before me. Devonte. Like jerk. Talent-wise, his floor is Calvin Ridley. You know what I mean? I hope so. so yeah. All he needs is more consistent quarterback play from Jalen Hurts, and I think there could be something there. So. And too, like their receiving core is ass. Yeah, I mean it's Rager. It's Rager's like Greg only. Ward. Rager's the only competition, really. And uh, Fulgham, who ended up like barely playing by the end of the yeah. season. I read a couple days ago, too, that the in two wide receiver sets, it's going to be Devontae and Rager. In three wide receiver sets, Rager's dropping to the slot and Fulgham's coming to the other outside okay. slot. Yeah, so. so. And they got two tight ends, but I think they need an outside guy. That's and mainly why. Their tight end was more of a wince thing, I think, than a scheme thing. That's true. So, I think it could... Because Jalen Hurts didn't really... Like, the tight ends didn't have knockout games when Jalen Hurts was in. So I think that'll be more of a, a wins thing, and you'll see more, more more production from receivers this season than you have in the past with the Eagles. Maybe not good, maybe not good production, but more volume, at least. Yeah. So. And um, then Zach Wilson, I'm not personally a fan of, but he was the best quarterback. Yeah, I'm not either, but, like, if he's ass, I just drop him. Yeah. Or if he ends up being really good, like some people think he can. High like reward, low guy. risk, yeah. Yeah, it's for a late third-round pick. Yeah, that ain't bad at all. That's fine. Yeah, so not groundbreaking, but I got Devontae Smith, so I hope he pans out. Yeah, I think he will. Um, Next I got AC. All right, AC. You can go ahead while I try to... Oh, here we go, okay. Uh, so he got ETN, yep. Terrace Marshall... Justin Fields and Tutu Atwell. My draft board had Javante over ETN, which is a little controversial. But I would only say that because 
no one knows what role Travis Etienne is going to be playing in this offense. I think he's going to catch a lot of passes. I think he will too, for sure. I think he's. I don't know how many rushing attempts he's going to get, though. You know what I mean? I think he's. Mm-hmm. He spent all of OTAs at wide receiver. Urban Meyer's kind of weird. I would not be surprised if you saw him play kind of a Curtis Samuel when he was in. Oh, in Carolina. In Carolina <laughs> type role. I think you could see that maybe full time from him in this offense. But aside from that, I, ETN's got a lot of miles on his tires. But, I mean, he's still a phenomenal football player. And he, so, I, what I like the most, too, is he's paired with Trevor Lawrence. Yeah, I mean, it's instantaneous chemistry. Yeah, yeah, right. It's instant, it's instant, instant chemistry. And it's not like, I mean, he's going to play. Like, he was a first-round pick. He's not going to get benched. He's yeah, a running back. Right. First-round running backs play. So he's going to be on the field a lot. It's just a matter of will he be playing a whole lot in the red zone? Will he be playing exclusively running back? Will he be playing like a hybrid? Which a hybrid could be good. And, he could get a lot no, of catches. And no one knows. Yeah. Because no one has, like, I mean, Urban might switch his scheme up from college, but, like, I don't know. Like it's, He might not. Gonna, yeah. So. I don't know. So they brought Tebow in, so really anything's possible. <laughs> um, next he took was Marshall, which I was huge on pre-draft. You can even ask Ailey. I was calling him the next Michael Thomas. The issue with Marshall, for me <clears throat> at least, is he's fourth in line for targets in an offense yeah. headed by Sam Darnold. you got DJ Moore, McCaffrey, Robbie A, and then, him. And then oh, Terrence. Because they don't really have a tight end. Yeah, they don't. Their tight ends are blockers. Or they drafted Tommy Tremble, but like, yeah, he's, he's a blocking, a blocking tight, end. tight end. Yeah, so the issue for me him with him, I love him as a player. I think he's extremely talented. It's just more of an opportunity-based thing. And if Robbie A re-ups next year, you're still fourth in line for targets. Because yeah. CMC is not going anywhere. He's shirt with that contract. He ain't going nowhere. Yeah. I just like, he's going to be on the field, though. He'll, yeah, no, thing. he'll definitely he's be gonna, on the field. Because he's going to be the third receiver. Mm-hmm. And most teams run three receivers, one tight end, as the, and one back as yeah. their personnel. But so then like, I he's going to have opportunity. Yeah, he'll definitely be on the field. But then I also think how many seasons has Sam Darnold supported a double receiver yeah. fantasy thing? You know what I mean? So, I mean, it could be totally different now in a new offense, new scheme, new, new coaches. Yeah, yeah, right. The whole new thing. <clears> but <throat> that was my biggest reservations on Marshall. Not from a player standpoint but from a scheme and an opportunity standpoint he was taken in the second round so like they're probably going to want he's going to they're going to want to use him yeah, yeah. so but I mean yeah. we'll, we'll, I could be completely wrong he could be the number one receiver so we'll just have to wait and see next he took fields which broke my heart to see yeah. him come into my division because I wanted him so bad yeah I, I mean he's going to start yeah so not day one but he'll by like week four <clears throat> he'll be the guy I think he's going to in that offense too I think he they're going to use his legs. I think he mm-hmm. might have a decent amount of rushing yards. Too. I do, too. I do, too. I think he's going to shoot a – this is the first time A-Rob's had a good quarterback. You could argue that Andy Dalton's the best quarterback Alan Robinson has ever had. And now they're going to put in Justin Fields, yeah. who's going to be by far the best quarterback Alan Robinson has ever had. Paired also with Mooney, which I'm oh, – please. But – did you see the quote where Mooney's like, the first time Justin Fields threw me a pass, I was smiling the oh, whole time. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think he's going to be fantastic. People compare him to Dak Prescott, and I don't really see it because his arm is bigger than Prescott. His legs are bigger than Prescott. The only things he's got is he's light-skinned and he's 6'3". Like, that's really the only comparison yeah, he's, with Dak. Yeah, he's more, he's more dynamic than Dak. I'm, I would say he's 6'3", Kyler, more than anything. He ran a 4'4". Like, yeah, like his... Yeah. I don't know if he has a comparable in the NFL right now. I don't think he does honest. either. 
It's it's really hard because people want to say Lamar, but he's six three two thirty. I think Deshaun Watson more than I would say. Like, yeah, faster Watson. That's actually that's probably better than like kind of yeah. I would say a Watson but he's, faster. He, he's similar to because Watson ran a four six. Yeah. So like he's just really elusive. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, no, I really like Fields. I think he's going to be a great fantasy quarterback because he's got that running aspect to mm-hmm. him. And he's tough as hell. Him and uh, Fields, they went head to head and Fields, or not Fields, T Law. And Fields ran T Law out the building. That game in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. He killed him. <laughs> and that was after he got smoked in the ribs yeah, and the dude got by ejected. Clemson's Skalski. yearly. Yeah. Their yearly. Uh... Racist white yeah, linebacker. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did they ever say what he had? Was it cracked ribs or bruised yeah. ribs? It makes Some, something, something like that. that. He he was not healthy, and he played an unbelievable game. And fantasy-wise, I would have taken Fields over T-Law just for the running, but... Trevor Lawrence that's is, also is, bias. is the prospect. Yeah, though, it's so. Andrew Luck, yeah. But yeah, um, I mean, that's just a bias thing. Next, uh, he two, got 2-2. Two, two. Two. I think they're going to use him as like a gadget guy. I have him, he has ridiculous speed. Yeah, I have in parentheses that this was the best value pick in the draft. For where he got him? Yeah. Because yeah. he took him, this is the third the round third. pick, right? Yeah, and Tutu was the first player the Rams took. Yeah. So, like, so they're going to use him. Yeah. So who knows? Like, maybe... And Sean McVay loves those jet sweeps and fake jets. That's going to be Tutu. And, yeah. So. Yeah. He's undersized, but I like that he comes into this offense with a clear-cut role. Yeah. Where the other undersized guys like, don't. Cup and Woods are there. Mm-hmm. They have a running back. They have a tight end. Yeah. And so. you can spot what his role is going to be. Yeah. Like, he's not going to be the receiving guy. But for a third-round pick, I really like him. Yeah. Pick. I really do. I gave him an so. A. I thought he got a lot of good players. Yeah, I gave him an A-. minus. Yeah. I thought he got some good guys. Um. Okay. Who's next? Uh, twos. Uh, Starting my division. Silky Johnson. Okay. Um, so he got Jalen Waddle, Chuba Hubbard, Anthony Schwartz, and Mac Jones. I loved half of his draft. Um, yeah, I said I like I like Waddle. I think he's going to be really good for a long time. Yeah, I think Waddle really helps to. Um, he's got rug speed, and he can actually run a route. Yeah, he like he's better than I think he's better yeah. than Henry Ruggs. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, and Chuba, I think, will be, on day one, one of the best handcuffs in the league. Because um, CMC gets hurt a lot. But Chuba's, he's not as good as CMC, obviously, but he's no one's as good as yeah, CMC. Yeah, but right. he's very fast. He's good at uh, catching passes out of the backfield. I think that's a great system fit for him. Yeah. So it's could only, be, Yeah, it could be good. And his big injuries were, or his big concerns were his injuries. His ankles are made of glass. Being an Oklahoma State fan, that really hurt. Um, but the fact that he doesn't have to bell cow and doesn't have to be the guy, this was like an ideal role for Chuba, I think. So I love those first two picks, the bottom two Schwartz and Mac Jones. Schwartz shouldn't have even been drafted. Yeah. He's like seventh string receiver. He's really fast, but like he'll he won't play. He'll probably have one week where he has like two long touchdowns. Yeah, like it. his comp, I would say, is Andy Isabella. Like, he's not going to play. He's just really fast. Or like a Darius Hayward Bay. Yeah. When he was in the league. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, if he had landed somewhere where he could have been, like, a fourth receiver, maybe. But, like, he's so deep. Like, he shouldn't have even been drafted. Mac Jones, even if he's the <laughs> starter, 
isn't fantasy you relevant. Hate Mac Jones. He's I don't even hate him that like he's better than Tua, I think, at playing football. I think he's better than at football than Tua. But even if he's a starter, he's not fantasy relevant unless he throws four touchdowns. Have you seen the clips of him trying to evade pressure at Alabama? It only happened like three times. Sacked every time. He just crumbles. He well, folds like I, a may, chair. Well, maybe that's why New England Like a pair of them. jeans. It's not like Tom Brady's super evasive. Tom Brady could at least, you know, shoulder dip and yeah. step up in the pocket. Yeah. The, the clips of Mac Jones being pressured are sad. It's like that's me prob- trying to move around That's probably because he never got pressured. So exactly. Because he, he had Alabama's own line, and when he did get pressured... He He's going to step in... Get pressured and crumble. That's ugh. even if he's a, like I said. Even if he's a starter, he has no running threat to him. People are like, oh, you're sleeping on his athleticism. You're in the four six. He's gonna get sacked. He's not getting away from anyone. <laughs> he has to throw three or four touchdowns to even get over like fifteen points. That's the only way that he becomes fantasy relevant, in my opinion. Which is right. What'd you, so what did you give him? What did you give him? <laughs> I gave... Uh, Tuz and Cran were tied for my worst at a C plus. I gave him a B. Yeah. I was a little bit Not meaner. bad. I was meaner than you on yeah. just about everybody. Yeah. That's okay. I didn't, the lowest grade I gave was a B. So. Oh, well, I gave a couple Cs. and I've, We've already hit those two <laughs> teams. But, uh, uh, next is me. You. You can go first on me. All right. Um, take a sip of coffee here. Yeah, get ready. Mm. I've got a lot of flack on Pitts the past Here week, and I'm uh, yeah, a little upset about so it. So Young Hoes, or you change your name, the yeah. Fondle Factory. Or Cash Moonies. So Pitts, uh, Michael Carter, St. Brown, and Amari Rogers. Um, Pitts is a beast. I'm, I'm biased. I really like Michael Carter. I think he's going to play a lot. You're an ACC guy, though. And get a lot of catches. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. I just like Michael Carter. Yeah. I thought he was really solid. Um, and then St. Brown, just because of that receiver room like he's probably going to start so really Amari Rodgers is the only real question mark but if Aaron Rodgers plays and he ends up getting a lot of snaps I don't know if he's going to he's the only slot on the team he's like the the, rationale yeah like all the other guys are really big and he's not so like maybe that will it'll help just to be kind of a change of pace I don't know I thought you had a solid draft I gave you an A hey thank you but I'm Um, but I'm I'm more biased than others because I like Michael Carter Probably, yeah. probably more than other people do. And the way I, everyone was saying that Michael Carter won't be relevant because he's a Jet, and the way I looked at it is, so it's a first-year quarterback, going to be a lot of checkdowns. Um, new scheme coming from a Shanahan head coaching. Coach. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, solid defensive coach, probably just going to hand it over to the OC. Mm-hmm. The OC is from the Shanahan coaching tree, which utilizes running backs. He's also yeah. the brother of Michael Floor. Who utilizes the hell, hell yeah, out of running yeah. backs? So, <clears throat> literally everything points to Michael Carter's going to get a shit. Oh wait, is volume. Mike Lafleur their OC? Yeah, it's, it's LaFleur. Matt Lafleur's brother. It's the yeah. Packers head coach. Yeah, it's a, okay. it's a brother of the Packers head yeah, coach. It's okay. Lafleur. Everything points to utilization of the running back. That was my thought process of it. Um, he's also been player comped to Clyde Edwards Hilaire, a faster Clyde Edwards Hilaire. Dude, he's like super shifty. Yeah. He like got very aver- shifty and he has good hands. He averaged eight point zero yards per carry. Yeah. At North Carolina. If you look at his numbers, they're they're right there with Javante's. The only difference they're I like did, identical. The only difference is Javante has more touchdowns because he got more red zone work. Yeah, he's a little bit bigger. He's bigger. Yeah. yeah. But I think he could be he's gonna be the starter. I'm pretty sure he's already 
number one on their depth chart. Um, he has the only competition, I think, will be Tevin Coleman, who hasn't been good at football since he left Atlanta. He's just never healthy. Exactly. Yeah. And the only reason he's in New York is because the, I think it's the passing coordinator or something like that, was with him yeah, in and, Atlanta. And in, uh, and in well, San he came Fran. with Robert Saul, yeah, yeah, yeah. And in San Fran. So he's only <laughs> here because of connections. Um, but I could see it being a split in the first couple of weeks. Just I'm sure Coleman will back. play a little bit. Most yeah. teams use multiple. You don't just go clear workhorse running back with rookies right away. That just that never really happens. But uh I think by like week eight ish he should be the clear cut number one guy. Um really like him. Almond Ross St. Brown caught a whole lot of shit for him because I didn't take Terrace Marshall over him. And I'm sorry for drafting a starter over the fourth in line for targets. I don't know who thinks that's the smart idea to do, but you should have your head checked. Um Amon Ross St. Brown's also the slot for Jared Goff. Cooper Cup did okay in that role. Um, he just did fine. Yeah, he did okay. So, again, check your facts. Uh, Murray Rogers, only slot receiver on the on the whole damn team. I'm pretty sure Him I've been... Tyler Irvin. Yeah, maybe. I've been reading up on yeah. Murray Rogers. He also has, apparently, no competition at the slot receiver spot. Um, so, yeah, no, I'm really happy. I have three definite starters and a fourth probable starter. So, I'm very happy with that You just got to hope that Aaron Rodgers plays. Exactly. I'm in this weird limbo where I kind of want Rodgers to go to Denver for Judy, but I also want him to stay for Rodgers. So now I'm hoping Deshaun Watson goes to um, Denver. But yeah, we'll we'll just have to wait and see. And the Pitts over Jamar, I figured Pitts happens once every ten years, Jamar happens once every two. Did you trade any of your first... Do you have a first round pick next year? Yeah. I have my first next year. I don't have my second. Um, I don't have my first two years from now. Okay. That was Amari. That's right. Okay. Moving forward. Himmler. Old Helen Yeller. Old Helen Yeller. <laughs> I saw that the other day and I started laughing. <laughs> All right, so he got Rashad Bateman, or Rashad Batman. Batman. Uh, Trey Lance and Deami Brown. So I like Bateman as a player. Um, he's big. He has good speed and good hands. I don't want to beat a dead horse. Uh, we kind of know that he landed, Jackson. landed in a running offense. But I think for where he picked to get a player like that good is yeah. pretty solid. I think he was the best all-around receiver. Yeah, like, in the draft, like he was. He's very good at everything. Like he doesn't really have a flaw to his game. Yeah, he he's good. And then Dummy Brown for a third-round pick. Like there again, his target share is going to be limited with. Curtis Samuel, Terry, Logan Thomas, Gibson. But, like, he could snag that third wide receiver spot and be on the field a lot. Mm-hmm. Kind of like the Terrace Marshall situation. He had a couple really good seasons at UNC. Like, a couple, like, thousand-plus yard seasons. Yeah. So. Um, and then Trey Lance, another high reward, low risk. Mm-hmm. Um, if he stinks, you drop him. If he's elite, like, he has a chance to be you got another quarterback. Yeah. Because um, you already have Kyler. So yeah. you don't really need one. Miller had a really good draft. Yeah. So I liked, I liked what he did. I gave him a B. <clears throat> Same as me. What'd you give him? A B. I gave him an A minus. Yeah. I thought it was solid uh, for where he picked too. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't pay attention to. I didn't. I didn't count any of the trades that happened. He went into the third round. There was too much going on. He started the I third round with four third round picks. And he Who, flipped Himmler? him. Yeah, and he flipped him to Breezy. I thought Kybe had. Well, Kybe gave him to Himmler, <sighs> and then Himmler gave him. See, to like too much going on. Yeah. I couldn't keep. It was track. very ham. Uh, but next I got Tro. 
who uh, I have in parentheses winner. Yeah, and he got an A plus. I'm just trying to find. Yeah, him. he's the only A plus I gave out. Where is he? Even his third round pick was great. Yeah, here we go. The Innocence Project A plus. Najee, Jamar Chase, Josh Palmer. That's it. Those are the only notes I wrote. Was that's it. Next to Najee, I put elite. Next to Jamar, I put elite. Next to Palmer, I put phenomenal talent. College QBs suck. Yeah, yeah. So. Yeah, he yeah. he won. He's gonna get the third spot, and I think he'll beat out Guyton. Yeah, he will. In uh, L.A. for that third receiver spot. So it'll be him, Mike Williams, and Cam, yeah, and then Cam Williams will be canned after this season. Probably, unless Palmer. he has a good year. Yeah, which he might. It's a contract season, so he could. Um, and then Palmer will take over that two, and then Guyton will probably come back in for the three. In yep. theory. In theory. In theory, and they got he's got Herbert, who is. His arm is right there with um, Allen and Mahomes. Yeah, I don't think he's, he's as good, obviously, he's but his arm talent's right there. So, okay, great um, draft, trio. A plus yeah, winner. Wins. Who's next? Uh, Breezy. What's his his team name? Uh, Allen Diggs. I gave okay. So Javante, Eskridge, and Tom Wallace. So I think Javante's really solid. I think he's gonna start by like week ten ish. Yeah. I think even before then. Maybe even before. Yeah, I really like Javante. Um, like I said before, <clears> I had him ahead of ETN as far as who I would have taken um, because he's got, like, no miles on his tires. Um, he's in an offense where the running back in front of him is in a contract here. He's going to be gone. He's probably going to take over. It's going to be Dobbins-Ingram situation. Mm-hmm. But Javante over Dobbins because Javante doesn't have a Lamar. Yes, So take more carries. Yeah. yeah. So Javante, I think, will be really good. I think he will be the guy by week eight. Um, and then I didn't really know much about this Eskridge dude. I didn't either. He did land in a good spot, though, in Seattle. Yeah, I so said that's promising because he has Russ. Mm-hmm. And, and there's sticks. always those random-ass receivers like David Moore and, like, Jermaine Curse when he was there mm-hmm. that just eat for no reason. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah. So who knows, like. It could work out. Yeah, for sure. I don't know. I, I just didn't know much about him. He took another OK State guy at the end, Tylen Wallace, who's mm. a low-risk, high-reward guy. Um, just, the, again, the, the Ravens offense, you don't yeah. really know. And they got Hollywood, Sammy Watkins, Bateman, and he Batman, challenged uh, and Mark Andrews. I was talking to Breezy about this. He challenged Judy for the Blitnikoff. Um, oh, yeah, he's really good. Yeah. Yeah. No, he he's good. It's just, I don't know how his it's role just a is, is going to be. Yeah. Who knows? Maybe they'll come out slinging it this year. I, I gave Breezy a B again. I gave him a B plus. Uh, next, I got Eric. I got two left. Eric and Kai. Eric, um, let me find him. Can't finish. Okay, so a tight end. He only had late picks, so. Luke Fair, yeah, it's gonna Luke Farrell or Mondre Stevenson, and I, I counted Nico Collins, even though he didn't draft. Him. I have parentheses next to him, but yeah. So, yeah, like, he didn't really have any high picks. I think he did okay with the picks he had. I do like Stevenson from the fact that the the Patriots like to give their thick backs the goal line touches. Like, yeah. from when LeGarrette Blunt was there, like, James White, Burkhead, like, all those other guys would get him down the field, and then when they got inside the 10, like, Blunt came in and just hawked all the touchdowns. Same thing when they had Mike Gillisley. It was the same thing. Like, he had, like, six carries in a week one game and he had three touchdowns. Yeah. So like he might get that work and he might just hawk TDs 
and actually be somewhat like productive. Mm-hmm. But he's not going to get probably a lot of snaps or a lot of yards. So yeah, no, I, I think the same thing. The only issue is with Cam in. I don't know if he gets how much of that role he gets. Well, that's if Cam starts. Yeah, they might just put with Mac Cam. Jones. Yeah, if, yeah. I don't with know. Cam, I don't know. With Mac, I think his value goes up. Yeah. I think all the running backs' value goes up if Mac comes in. Um, James White. Yeah. Damian Stevenson. A lot of the reading I did on Stevenson had him listed as a fullback because he is he's 250. Huge. He's six foot 250, and he's not AJ Dillon 250. He's he's chunky. He's chubby 250. Yeah, yeah. So, but he can skirt a little bit. Yeah, he uh, he played a weird like H back almost role at Oklahoma sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, but he could be like you said a great goal line hawk. Um, he doesn't really have any receiving value. And he doesn't have a super clear line, but I mean, this late in the draft, to get a guy who could come in next year and score six or seven touchdowns. Yeah, and he could bad. be a goal line hawk this year, and then next year he <clears throat> could carve out more of a role after Sony Michelle's contract here is up. Oh, so God, I forgot they have him too. Yeah, I mean, there's like they're like San Fran, and they kind of just pick I, the only back that they don't have now that they had last year is uh, the white guy Burkhead. Who's he on? Oh, Houston. Testin- Texans, yeah. Yeah. Who also have a ridiculously deep backfield now. Uh, but yeah, Luke Farrell, I would have taken Tremble over him, but I understand the rationale. Being his... a, I don't know if he's going to be on his roster yeah. by the end of week like three. I don't think he will either. Um, Nico could be good. He could also be a bust. Um, he's a big dude, but there's a lot of 6'4 guys in the NFL that don't do jack That's shit. Stink. I don't know. It also depends on who their quarterback is. Yeah, I mean they have a. There's going to be a lot of opportunity for receiver there. Literally, all they have is Brandon Cooks. Um, yeah, who else do they even have? I couldn't tell you. And they have Randall Cobb. Yeah, they did they? last year. I mean, he's the slot. If I don't he's know there. if he's still there. Yeah, if he is, he's the slot. Nico's an outside guy. Um, he wasn't a, like he was a big body, like possession guy in college. I watched his highlights after Eric made the trade, and it's a lot of just, like, goal line fades. Yeah. Um, which you could carve out a role for that in the NFL. Um, he has a good opportunity to be maybe not a starter, but have the opportunity to become one. Um, I think what's going to happen is Watson's going to get traded, and then Davis Mills is going to turn into an absolute superstar solely because Tyrod Taylor is there, and Tyrod is an absolute trampoline for quarterback careers. Um... <laughs> but we will have to wait and, see wait and see how many more women Deshaun diddled. Yeah. So that's the big determining factor. I gave him a B. He didn't really have any picks that he could do anything with. So. Yeah, I gave him a C plus, but I feel like yeah. that's a little unfair. Maybe I should have given him like a B minus or a B for the picks he had. He can't read too, so I'm, I'm factoring that into that's so mean consideration. Um. Okay, right. we got one more, Cod. Did I read this correctly that he only picked Elijah Moore? That's, yeah, he had like six his, picks. And that was he his only. All of his thirds. He flipped every single one. Yeah, I don't know. So he only got Elijah Moore. I don't understand the rationale of why people are giving up assets for third round picks, but yeah, that's that's what he did. And okay, I gave so, him an A because he had. Oh yeah, I gave you him. Have a, to. I gave you him have a to. You have to respect the game. Yeah. yeah, like he got Elijah Moore. You have to respect the pick. game. Yeah, he uh, he moved all of his late round uh, value for free agent value and took the best slot receiver in the draft. Yeah, I mean, he dropped far, and then he snagged him at like pick fourteen or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so honestly, props to you. Yeah, Kai had a hell of a off season. 
So the only thing is like they have a slot receiver already. Yeah. That's going to be a weird. They re- re-signed Jamison, which doesn't make a yeah, lot of sense. Yeah, it's going to be a weird receiving situation with. It's just a weird group. Yeah. It's Corey Davis, Elijah Moore, Jamison Crowder, Keelan Cole, and Braxton Denzel Marius. Mims, and Braxton. Yeah. So I don't know. But yeah, for having one pick and getting Elijah Moore in the second round. That ain't bad. Not too bad. That ain't bad. Yeah, he definitely he got an A for me. Okay, uh, I think that's every team. Got to break them all down. The next pod coming up will be a free agent mock draft. We're going to do the first two rounds. I'm not going to tell you guys who the guests are, but I have two people coming on for that. It should be a good one. Timmons, thank you again, as always, for coming hey, on today. Thank you for having me. Um, well, I always appreciate the feedback, so let me know what you guys think. And I'll talk to you soon on the next pod. All right, peace out.